Hello and welcome to Hearts in Harmony from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Kroger Tender Ray Beef, no other beef so fresh can be so tender, presents Hearts in Harmony transcribed. K is for Kroger, C is for cut, B is for beef. KCB means Kroger cut beef, and Kroger cut beef means more meat for your money. Yes, friends, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste. And here's why. Before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. Remember, that's before the meat is weighed and priced. And it's the very top U.S. government grades of beef that's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. So you see, you get a better value in top-grade beef. Now, to give you an example, let's take a Kroger cut rib roast. Before the roast is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes the short rib end, the waist, and trims the chine bone. You don't pay roast price for the short rib end and waist. And no matter whether you buy a Kroger cut steak or roast, you receive more meat, less waste. So don't forget that's at your Kroger store. See for yourself by visiting your neighborhood Kroger store soon. Make it a rule to buy Kroger cut beef and get more meat for your money. And now, hearts in harmony. It's exactly nine o'clock in Rossville, and in two different homes in separate parts of town, people are waiting. Lawyer Frank Carter is waiting for a visit from arch criminal Robert Wilson. And in the Gibbs home, Penny and her invalid foster father are waiting for word from Carter. Penny says... Jed, it's nine o'clock. Yes, Penny, I know. It was a long time in coming, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, the next few hours will be even longer. Oh, I wonder if Mr. Wilson's on time. If it is, it'll be nearly midnight before we hear from Frank. You want to play checkers or something? No, darling, thanks. Time will go faster if we do something to take our minds off young Carter. I'm afraid I can't think of anything else right now. <laughs> Don't think I can either. You know now how it must feel when a man is waiting for his doom. Minutes tick by with the sound of heavy hammering. Yeah, and the clock doesn't even seem to move. But moves, though, and time runs out. It'll be midnight soon, and we'll know. I wonder what we'll know. Well, I hope we hear that Carter's trick worked and that Wilson is on his way to jail. You expect we'll hear anything else? Oh, darling, I don't know. I'm a little bit frightened. Frightened of what? Oh, that the plan will fail. Or worse. What could be worse? Violence, Jed. If Mr. Wilson becomes suspicious, there's no telling what he'll do. He could pick up his hat and run for the nearest exit. Yeah, but he'll want to strike back at Frank first, won't he? Not if he's smart. Doing violence to Carter won't help him one bit. It'll only make matters worse. Well, I don't think he'll care about that if he sees he's being tricked. Well, for Carter's sake, I hope he does. Police will be there, won't they? Yeah, in the back of the house and all around it. They'll be ready to come in when Frank gives the signal. Uh, what is the signal? I think he's going to the door as Mr. Wilson gets ready to leave and say, um, all right, Mr. Wilson, I'll give you 40% of my funds over and above my expenses. Mm, if Carter can say that, that'll mean Wilson's come right out and tried to make a deal. Yeah. But will it prove he's crooked? Golly, I don't know how Frank intends to work it, but apparently he expects to make Mr. Wilson admit that he's... Not running a legitimate enterprise. I don't see how he'll do that unless Wilson's a fool. And Wilson's no fool. Well, neither is Frank. 
Watson, sir, I should say. He isn't. He, he's a brilliant young fellow. I think you're lucky to be working for him, child. Yeah, so do I. I never met the fellow. What's he like? Always tall, kind of good looking. Dark wavy hair. <laughs> kind of young. About how old? 30, 35? No, I guess he was under 30. Maybe 27, 28. Oh, I don't know. Sometimes it's hard to tell age. Sure is. He sounds like a pleasant young fellow from what you've told me about yeah, him. Yeah, he sure is. He makes working fun. Yep, I think I'm going to like it in his office. It's interesting. Sometimes it's even exciting. And sometimes a little hard on the nerves, though, huh? <laughs> yeah, right now it is. <laughs> oh, golly. I was kind of hoping we'd get off the subject. Might make the time go faster. Yep, it's only four after nine now. It seems as though it's been hours since the clock struck nine. Well, the time will go in time. Oh. <laughs> Brilliant statement, wasn't yeah, it? I know what you meant. Jade. Mm-hmm. Jade, why do you think I haven't heard from Barry in such a long time? How long has it been? Oh, almost three weeks. Not a line from him, eh? Oh. In fact, I've only had one long letter and one short letter from him since he's been away. You don't think there's anything wrong, do you? I don't know, child. If you mean, has he stopped loving you, I'd say, no, don't think he has. What makes you so sure? What I know about human nature, child. Barry's love for you appeared to me to be the constant kind. He leaned on you, you know. You made him the person he is. And you're part of him. He isn't likely to forget that because he was proud of what he'd become because of you. And a man is pretty jealous of his pride. Well, it sounds as though Barry fell in love with me out of gratitude. Doesn't sound that way at all. Barry had his choice of the field. Could marry any woman in America, that lad... And there's not a woman in the country wouldn't be proud to have him for a husband. But out of them all, he chose you. And believe me, it was his own choosing, too. No one even told him to look at you. <laughs> he scarcely did it first, if you remember. <laughs> sure I do. But I knew that long before, he, he not only been looking at you, but gaping at you. Jed Billings, he never gaped. No? No. You didn't notice because you were looking at him a little moon-eyed oh, yourself. Oh, I was not. Yeah, wish I'd taken a picture to prove it to you. Stop it, you're embarrassing me. Well, nothing to be embarrassed about. People in love have a right to look at each other any way they like. Wide-eyed, squid-eyed, or with their eyes closed if they like. Think lovers can't see each other with their eyes closed? No, I know they can. Yep, I can close my eyes and see Barry right now. Sure can, and he can do the same. Imagine he does, too. More times than you ever dream of. I'd like to believe that. Well, believe it. It's true. Yeah, I will believe it, whether or not it's true. Because I want to believe it. You know, I don't want Barry to suffer with the longing that I have, but I, I do find a security for the future in dreaming his love for me is just about as everlasting as mine is for him. You don't have to dream that, child. It's an actual fact. Something you can believe in wide awake. Darling, I don't know why it is, but every time I talk to you, I feel better. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> I'm glad to hear you say the things you do. I'm glad I can say them, child, because I don't say what I don't feel to be true. I'm not talking just to make you feel better. I'm talking to make you see the facts as they are, to help you get the most out of them. If, um, you thought it was foolish to wait for Barry for years and years, you'd say so, hmm? No, I would, child. Though it's none of my business what you do with your life. Just the same, I'd offer my advice. You think you'll have to wait for years? 
Maybe. Five years? Ten? Fifteen? Maybe more. Sounds to me as if you're leading up to saying forever. Well, I have no assurance it won't be forever. That means waiting all my life. Going to the grave with a lost love in your heart. If I thought that's what was ahead of you, you know what I'd say? Yeah, I know. Not to wait. Not to wait. Barry wouldn't want you to. You can't throw your life away on something you can't have, Penny. That's like a person who wants to amount to something sitting at home day after day waiting for opportunity to knock at the door. Well, contrary to the popular belief, opportunity does not knock at any door. You have to go out and find it. Jed, I want to wait for him. I want to wait for him even if it's forever. I told you you could do whatever you wanted with your life. Waste it waiting if you want. It won't be wasted. I'll make something out of my life in other ways. Golly, look at the time. Mm, yes, getting late, isn't it? Yeah, Mr. Wilson should be at Frank's by now. Yeah, I should imagine so. wonder what they're saying. I wonder if Mr. Wilson has any idea of why he's there. And if he does, what'll happen if he does have an idea? Yes? Good evening. Is Mr. John Lester Adams in? I'm Adams. Hello, I'm Roberts, Wilson Roberts. I uh, made an appointment with you for 9 o'clock. Oh, come in. It's late. I was afraid you weren't going to show up. I was delayed. I hope my tidiness hasn't inconvenienced you in any way. Not at all. May I have your hat? Thank you. Nice place you have here, Mr. Adams. Oh, it's not quite what I wanted, but it's the best I could do for the present. You seem to do well in all your undertakings. Do I? Uh, What makes you say that? Uh, You and I are in the same business, Mr. Adams. I know of your reputation. In fact, that's what I've come to talk to you about. Oh, I see. I want you to sit down here. This chair at the desk will be comfortable, I think. Uh, thank you. A cigarette? Yes, I will, if you don't mind. Uh, wait, I'll... Uh, I have a lighter, thanks. Oh. I... I, uh... Don't think I know you, Mr. Roberts. But I feel I should, am I right? I feel I should know you, Mr. Adams. You've succeeded in great measure where I've failed miserably. I'm afraid I don't understand, Mr. Roberts. Then I'll explain. I'm a representative of a charitable organization trying to raise funds to build an orphan's home. Mm-hmm. You're the head of a similar organization, I understand. Yes, I am. How did you know? I've heard your name and the name of your organization several hundred times in the last four days, Mr. Adams. Everyone I went to for money had already pledged all they could afford to you. Well, there is a limit to what people can give, Mr. Roberts. Yes, but there is a great need for funds of all kinds, Mr. Adams. I can't let my organization down. This home is badly needed, as you probably know. I know there's never been enough money to help the needy, but I also know that it's not fair to ask people to give more than they can afford. I agree. But what would happen, Mr. Adams, if your organization was pledged to do more than that for which you originally solicited funds? Oh, what do you mean? What would happen if you pledged part of your funds to my cause? Oh, charity is charity, Mr. Adams. You know my cause is as worthy as yours. I'm familiar with your cause only to the extent that you've described it, Mr. Roberts. Could you tell me more? Uh, About the home or uh, about myself? Both. (laughs) I did a very foolish thing, Mr. Adams. I left my credentials in my quarters. Well, identification isn't necessary. Not at the moment, at least. Suppose you tell me more about this home and how you think it would be advisable for me to offer you money out of my organization. Penny, Penny! 
Talk on. Yes, Jed, I hear it. I was asleep. Golly, I hope it's Frank. Now, don't be too disappointed with this, child. No, darling, I won't. Hello? Hello, Penny. Oh, hello, Frank. Oh, you recognize my voice. <laughs> Good. What happened? Did it work? No, it didn't. He was too tricky or being too careful. I don't oh, know which. that's awful. I think he suspected something. He didn't have his credentials with him or anything that could be used against him. Yeah, well, if he does suspect, we're out of luck, aren't we? No, not entirely. At least not yet. He says he's going to come back tomorrow. And if he does, I think I know how I can make him talk. Another plan, hmm? Oh, golly, Frank, it just has to work this time. It just has to. What is Frank Carter's second plan, and will it work? Is Robert Wilson suspicious of Carter? And will this lead to trouble and possible danger for Carter and Penny Gibbs? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. KCB. KCB. KCB means Kroger Cut Beef, and Kroger Cut Beef means more meat for your money. Yes, Kroger Cut Beef gives you more meat, less waste. That's because before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. You get more meat, less waste in Kroger cut beef. It's top U.S. government grades of beef, tender, juicy, rich red, marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. So visit your neighborhood Kroger store and buy your favorite cut of beef. If you can get a Kroger cut sirloin steak, you'll notice that before the steak is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes the stringy end, the waste, and the excess bone. Remember, whether you buy a steak or roast, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat for your money. But remember, ladies, you can buy a Kroger cut steak or roast only at Kroger stores. Make up your mind right now to visit your neighborhood Kroger store without delay. Your Kroger meat man has just the cut of beef you want. It's delicious and juicy. It's top-grade beef that will thrill your family. Make it a rule to buy Kroger cut beef and get more meat, less waste, which means you get more meat for your money at your Kroger store. Listen again tomorrow, same time, same station, for another exciting transcribed chapter of Hearts in Harmony.